Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the very first podcast from the Kung Fu Movie Guide. Remember, log on to www.kungfumovieguide.com for all your latest martial arts movie reviews and interviews and also to get access to this podcast and also you can follow us on twitter the twitter name is at kf movie guides and remember if you've got any comments or feedback or any suggestions or maybe you've seen a film that you really liked and you just wanted to share that with us that's absolutely fantastic we do have an email address as well and that's hello at kungfumovieguide.com thanks again for downloading this is the very first podcast that's great here we go well if you're really so determined to have a fight then I'll oblige. Well, well, well. Hello, Kung Fu movie fans around the world. Welcome to the very first Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. This is an absolute treat to be able to present this to you. It's been a very long time in the making. Uh, but this is the very first episode in the first season of podcasts. Uh, and thanks for downloading and thanks to listening to it. So by way of an introduction, I suppose I should introduce myself in case you're wondering who this weird British guy is who's uh, talking to you right now. My name is Ben Johnson. I'm the editor, founder of the Kung Fu Movie Guide. Uh, so everything you read on the website is written by yours truly. Uh, and we've been running it now for about four years or so. We've been slowly building up a database of uh, reviews and comments and analysis on the genre. And it seemed like it was about time to release a podcast. There's so many podcasts out there. Uh, but it seemed like a good idea to just share some of the interesting chats that I've been having with people who are involved in the industry, whether that be actors or directors or writers choreographers indeed fellow bloggers around the world there's some really great uh, material out there on the website and some really enthusiastic people on the scene and it seemed like a nice idea to be able to uh, um, not just write about these people but also interview them and, and share those chats with you so hopefully you know if you're into martial arts movies kung fu movies then uh this is for you we this is a safe place that's what this is uh where we um can all share in our passion for for these uh these wonderful movies so once i knew that i was going to put this podcast together um came the trouble of trying to name the thing uh so i didn't really know what to call it originally originally i wanted to call it fighting talk uh which is brilliant obviously but that's uh, already a thing uh, that's um bbc radio 5 live they have a long running show called fighting talk which is a good name uh so i couldn't do that and then i was just mucking around with different puns uh chat socky was um very short lived foo talk also short lived uh heroic chat uh fistful of pod 
which I quite liked. Um, uh, but we've just gone for a Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast, or actually the KFMG podcast, which uh, sort of makes it sound slightly cooler. But anyway, it links in nicely to the website, kungfumovieguide.com, and this is our podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, listen, we've got a really good first guest on the very first podcast on the Kung Fu Movie Guide, Toby Russell, uh, which is a great first guest to have um, because Toby is quite instrumental in getting a lot of people, myself included, into martial arts movies in the first place. I guess growing up, along with Ricky Baker uh, on the Eastern Heroes label and later his involvement in the Hong Kong Legends DVD label, uh, you know, he brought a lot of great titles over to the UK uh, and released them for the very first time on uh, VHS and DVD, titles like... Oh, blimey, there were so many. The Prodigal Son and Warriors 2, I remember having those on, on video. Also, um, the Shaolin Temple films, a lot of Huang Jang Lee movies. Uh, I seem to remember Hitman in the Hand of Buddha having that one. Blimey, there's so many. The Victim, oh, The Victim, the Sammo Hung movie, that's just incredible. So they, they were very instrumental in, in shaping a lot of uh, people's interests in these movies uh, growing up. And we'll, we'll all be eternally thankful for that. But Toby, obviously, is uh, a known writer, director, uh, producer, actor at one point, appeared in some uh, movies. Toby Russell is, of course, the son of the legendary British Film director Ken Russell, uh, director of Women in Love, The Devils, Tommy. We talk a little bit about uh, his dad on this podcast. And he's probably just best known for being the most knowledgeable person on kung fu movies in the world today. Uh, an absolute fountain of uh, of knowledge. He has made documentaries for uh, Eastern Heroes label and for other labels as well. Top Fighter. That was a good documentary. Also, we did a Bruce Lee documentary called Death by Misadventure. That's a really good uh, documentary if you haven't seen that. What else? He lived in uh, Taiwan for a while in the 1980s, worked with Robert Tai uh, and Alexander Lowe. He has done it all. He also directs. He's directed a lot of movies over the years. Most recently, he's directed a movie called White Tiger, which I'm yet to see. We have a chat about that. Um, that's got Cynthia Rothrocks in that and Don the Dragon Wilson. Um, and that's exciting. He's basically an all-round great guy, very knowledgeable guy, and it was an absolute privilege to be able to sit there and to uh, chat with him. And I'm very happy to be able to share that uh, with you. Also, a little plug, um, Toby and Ricky have put together an event at the O2 in July... Uh, back in the day with Eastern Heroes, they used to put together a lot of uh, great events in London and they brought a lot of people over from Hong Kong. A lot of big names, Chai and Fat and Jet Li came over, Gordon Liu came over, some really big names. And last year or the year before, Huang Jane Li came over. Uh, so they're still very active in the scene. Anyway, what a scoop. They've got Huang Insik is coming over to the O2 in July. Huang Insik, of course, was, um, I guess, most famous for his work in The Way of the Dragon with Bruce Lee. He's one of the three bad guys uh, who come over to Rome to fight with Bruce Lee. He also had prominent roles as villains in, in some Jackie Chan movies, Dragon Lord 
and also uh, that great fight scene at the end of The Young Master, that's uh, uh, Huang Insik. Anyway, he's in his 70s and he's still fighting fit. He's coming over and doing a seminar. Uh, he's a big Hapkido master. So it's going to be really exciting. Hopefully we're going to be able to spend a bit of time with him and get an interview with him, hopefully, and uh, put that on one of the podcasts. But anyway, the dates are between the 16th and 17th of July. You can go online to easternheroes.com to get your tickets for that um we don't talk about that in the podcast but i thought that was a nice little thing to do just to add that in as a little plug to toby russell and also another plug um we didn't talk about his books either and i just wanted to mention the two volume book which is available on amazon that toby put together uh and the book it's called The Art of Vengeance. And if you can get a hold of this book, it's really fantastic. It's all of Toby's old Kung Fu movie posters uh, from the 70s and 80s. And he's compiled them all in a really nice, glossy uh, coffee table book. And that is really worth investing in. Just log on to Amazon. It's called The Art of Vengeance. Uh, that was just a little plug for him, really. Uh, it's worth uh, checking out. It's a really, really good coffee table book. Hey, listen, I've been rabbiting on for a long time now let's just get on with the show thank you so much for downloading and for listening to this the very first episode of the podcast the first of many we hope uh, and we can go now to my conversation with toby russell i should say that we recorded this um just before he was about to go and uh, show a screening of the bruce lee film the orphan um, an early Bruce Lee film. So we do just start talking about Bruce Lee at the start of this uh, and then leads into other stuff as well. So I just thought I'd just contextualise that a little bit for you listeners. OK, enough about me. Now moving on to the interview with Toby Russell. Still the number one yeah. out of all the kung fu guys, yeah. business-wise and popularity-wise. Like I put a thing on Facebook for one of the channels I manage, and half an hour I had like seven thousand likes yeah. and a thousand shares within half an half a day. I mean, just yeah. quite a lot. Normally you get the most. Normally you get seven hundred, eight hundred. Yeah. But that was like well, very quick for something that old, you know. So you still you. you I mean, just Bruce Lee alone. Then do you think he's still got that sort of? Yeah. Clearly, he's, he's still, by far everybody. Yeah. He's, he trounces them all. Yeah. I mean, if you made a book on any of the other guys, you wouldn't sell many of them. Yeah. We make a Bruce Lee book. We we sold out of the last three books. Yeah. So I mean, there's a very few left. Yeah. This is Steve's. Steve Steve's, Carriage's book. Yeah, he did three for us, yeah. and they're all done basically. We yeah. got a few back for our own mail order, but. We've had to stop selling them on the site. Stopped. It's finished. Yeah, Run just out. so popular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why do you think? What's the appeal there that still, you know, inspires people? What is it about Bruce Lee? Do you think he's the first? You know, the major. He brought it to the surface. Yeah. He was the the best one for that. He's yeah. the only one with a real star ability, star appeal, I suppose. That yeah. crossed over, and it's the one people remember the most. Yeah. You know, you don't get much young people into this it's all, all older people from you know 35 upwards yeah. I'd say yeah and and even they were like they're like Jackie Chan they're like all of them but they still like Bruce Lee yeah yeah you know. the original yeah it's strange and was he quite a 
inspiration to you? Do you remember him sort of being on the on the scene and then getting into his movies? Yeah, I got a book about him from my mum. I hadn't seen his films, and then I saw like a trailer. Yeah. Because we couldn't watch his films here; yeah. it wasn't allowed. And I, that really got me into it. Yeah. And I was a major. You know, I'd look that through that book every day. You know, oh, it's the best. I want to see it. Yeah. But we couldn't. We had yeah. to wait. So any opportunity I'd get to watch a clip or go overseas, yeah. I'd go to kung fu movies. <laughs> and that would have been what what sort of year would that? Oh, that was seventy four, I guess. Seventy four, yeah. yeah. Um, so where where were you born? Were you, were you born in London? London? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean, growing up era, around that time, I mean, that must have been quite exciting if you yeah. were just getting into yeah, was Bruce all, Lee was on the scene and yeah, big posters, big cinema marquees, you know. Yeah. It was the best. Chinatown would yeah. be full of these posters. You couldn't read it, yeah. but you could see. You know, it's you knew what it was, right? Yeah. So when I discovered that in about '78 was good, because yeah. they didn't care how old you were. There was sure. no censorship for that for them then. Yeah. So we'd watch anything. We go after school. We even took the whole school ones. Yeah. So that was pretty good. The whole school, the whole class, yeah, for the end of term. So snuff bottle connection, really. And the teacher was famous now. He's Sebastian Fox, the writer. Sure, yeah, yeah. He was teaching, and he he brought everybody to Chinatown to watch snuff bottle, (laughs) under my recommendation, of course. (laughs) I said, "Let's watch something different." Yeah. So he's all right. So you were pushed. You were pushing the kung fu. Oh yeah, yeah. big time. Yeah. People would talk about it at schools. Quite a craze. Yeah. And. People practice karate and kung fu as well. Yeah, it was really popular then. Hmm. Was that so? What was your sort of entry into it then? That was that Bruce Lee book, and then getting into the Bruce, Bruce Lee, Lee book, was the yeah, first, and the then movies, water margin on TV. Yeah, anything with martial arts in it, basically. Were you into the movie side or the actual? Were you just fascinated by the actual the, the kung the fu? The whole as thing well? was fascinating. Yeah. You know, you, you did, we believed it then. Now we know it's not. But <laughs> when you're small, you're like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the best thing ever. Yeah. Well, you, you, you believe. believe I can, can jump about. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Believe, yeah. Um, and get, just generally getting into obviously behind the scenes of movies as well, because I know we touched on that earlier. Just just growing up, obviously, just growing up. Yeah. You know, with your your dad, and um, did you get much sort of experience there going into movie sets and getting yeah, we're involved always, in that? We're always on the sets, so, but. Like, it put us in the movies, but just as, you know, as crowd or small parts. Yeah. But then one, like, in one movie I had a job, like, it was a stand-in for the other. Also, my sister, she had a big part in the movie. Right. So I got the whole summer. We didn't go to school. We had tutors. Yeah. And we we were on the movie. <laughs> wow, wow. So that was cool. Like. Which movie was Tommy. That? Tommy, you were in yeah, Tommy. Yeah, I was the stand-in. Yeah. So yeah, I got stamped on by Oliver Reed and everything. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was cool, and I was getting good pay for it. Yeah. And hanging out with the Who. Wow. So you was, were how, how old were you then? Uh, eleven or twelve. Okay, hanging out with the Who. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So my first porno mag, Keith Moon gave me. No way. Here you go, son. Have a look at that. Yeah. <laughs> He was cool, though. He, he was nuts, you know. He yeah, really I mean, they mad. were known as being sort of Hellraisers, weren't they? Oliver Reed as well. Yeah, was but it's all Keith with... Moon's fault. Oh, I really mean, sure. they were bad, but they weren't like him. He was, he really was mad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my dad said, like, that guy, 
because that guy's just gone. He's off the planet. Yeah. He's just not here. Yeah. It's sad that obviously those guys didn't. Um, well, Oliver. No, Oliver Reed did uh, last the while, didn't he? But yeah. Yeah, Keith yeah. Moon. Keith Moon. No, nah, he died yeah. not yeah. long after that. Yeah. <laughs> Down the road from here, yeah. Mayfair, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, so that's quite exciting. So you do remember? Were you were you interested? I mean, what were your ambitions at that age? Then were you just? Um, no. Did you want to get into movies, or were you just fascinated by, by them? I can't remember. No, I'm, I think I probably wanted to get be in movie business somehow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just lived every day at a time trying to see the next movie. Sure. It was like, what's on this week? What's on next? We'd wa- I'd watch fourteen movies a week. Wow. On screens, not on videos, yeah, yeah. on cinemas. Yeah. 14 Kung Fu Kung Fu, yeah, yeah, you could do it then. Yeah. It'd be like a lot of late night work. Yeah. And then there were certain areas like Harlesden, Stoke, Newington, they had these really horrid cinemas. Yeah. And they were like ghetto flea pits, and the only thing they could afford to show were Kung Fu's. Yeah. So. It was good for me. <laughs> so, where were they getting? Were they, they Chinatown? They're renting it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or you can rent from the studios. Yeah. They did sometimes, they'll rent some Shaw Brothers old English dub ones, you know. Yeah, they didn't sure. care as long as it was Kung Fu, they'll show it. Yeah. And there was an audience for it. And just describe the, the, the audience there then. You, there would have been sold out audiences, mostly kids. In the daytime, it's very, not much people there. Yeah. And 80% are black people. Yeah. And that's uh, everywhere was the same. Yeah. Even the late night, it was mostly black guys going to it. Yeah. Quite and rowdy atmospheres in those. Oh, it's places. the best. Yeah. yeah. Total madness. Yeah. You couldn't hear it sometimes. The, the screens. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't. They could just turn the sound off. No <laughs> point. It was madness actually. Were they? What sort of films sort of really grabbed your attention around oh, around that? The Sammo Hung films. Yeah. And Jackie Chan. Yeah. The Shapes movies, you know, they didn't really like those... They didn't like Bruce Lee too much, you know? Because there's nothing... Maybe we'd seen it too much by then, or it's like... The Shapes, the Sammo Hong movies, the Liu Jia Liang, you know them movies? Sure, yeah, yeah. Where they'll focus in on a certain technique. Yeah. And then they'll... Everyone will just cheer at that. Yeah, yeah. So... It could be like Drunken Master, they'd be waiting for the, the end bit, you know. Sure. Just go sure. nuts, or Samo Hong, or Thundering Mantis when he loses it, you yeah, know, yeah. they'll go mad. And Warriors 2 was probably one of the best. Yeah. He just, when the Leon Gaian takes the tea, accepts him, they went nuts. <laughs> That's a great scene. <laughs> and it was people standing there, you know, no, yeah. was seat, no seats left, there was standing room. Yeah. It just went nuts just for taking the taking the, t- the tea. Yeah, um, I mean that's going to capture your imagination, isn't it? That yeah, you go nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and were you working in a? Because you worked in a cinema, didn't you? In the yeah, West End. Yeah, I worked for. A, there was two bosses, three actually. I worked for all of them. They didn't like it. It was like Clint Eastwood playing off one and the other. <laughs> but um, but one, I worked for one more than the other, but. And I used to. I started out just carrying films to the BBFC, or putting flyers on cars, or. Yeah. And then, from there, I rented films from them and did my own shows. Yeah. And then I worked as in the projection room for them for about a year, and then after that, I went to Hong Kong. Yeah. Yeah, and they rec- they knew Jackie Chan, and they, you know, they told me when he'd be there and you'd sure. go and see him and all that. 
So the boss, he, he had some influence in Hong Kong. He was quite a rich guy. His dad made coffins <laughs> in Hong Kong. He was quite famous. Wow. So who was this? So this was your... You had a connection in, in Hong Kong then? Well, they did, yeah. Yeah. So when, so when I first went to Hong Kong was in 81. Yeah. And they said, if you go now, Jackie Chan will be there. And he'll let you stay on his set for as long as you want. Yeah. So I went there with my friend Wayne Archer, who's in a lot of films. And then we just stayed with Jackie for like two weeks. It was excellent. Wow. I was doing Dragon Lord. What was he doing? Dragon Lord. Dragon yeah. Lord. It was the end fight. That was pretty good. <laughs> cool. Okay. So that was and that was your first first time out uh, in Hong, Hong Kong. Kong yeah. yeah, I've been to Japan uh, three years before. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't for kung fu. And was this just as a fan then at this stage, or were you looking to? Was, you, you were already looking to make your doing, own films, were you? Mm, no? yeah, I don't know. I was in the business by then. We had a Jackie Chan fan club. The mm-hmm. first one was Jackie Chan said, "I want that now, so you can close that." We said, "All right, well, if you want Jackie." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're the boss. <laughs> he liked it, but he, we didn't care. Yeah. We liked it that he liked it. Yeah, you know? of course. And um, so we were doing that. We were renting films, showing films, uh, doing videos, buying the rights, you know, from Hong Kong guys. Yeah. It was cheap back then, $500, yeah. you could buy a film. Right. And it's great, by the rights, I mean. Yeah. So, yeah, I was in, already in the business. Yeah. And I, of course you think, oh, I would like to make a film, but it's difficult. Okay, and was your, what was your dad thinking around this sort of time then? Was it, was, was he... He don't care about it. Yeah. He likes it, if you want to... I just thought they was were mad. Was he like, this is, well, clearly, this is Toby's passion. Yeah, he knew that, yeah. Yeah. But he he can't understand those films. Yeah. He knows they're good. Yeah. It's a bit like, I remember seeing Scorsese interviewed about it. He said the same thing. He goes, I know what I'm seeing is really good, but I just don't understand it. Sure. But sure. I know it's good. Yeah. But then it's so good, it's over there. Yeah. It's kind of complicated, some of it. The good, the good end stuff, yeah. like Bastard Swordsman and that. Sure. It's too advanced. They don't. To advance in the sense of like the, what's going the on, yeah, everything, the editing, choreography, everything. editing, the story. Why is that man putting out a candle with his hand? You know, they, it's like, what? Yeah. Why are these people spinning like that? Yeah. They, they know this. It's not just for the sake of it. Yeah, it's from old well, they're, styles they're, and books. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, they're cultural uh, references yeah, as well, exactly, aren't they? As yeah. well, so. they are a lot. Yeah, it's not just like the old seventies bashers, but it was just. Fist for money, really, wasn't it? Yeah. So the more violent will make more money. Yeah. But it slowly progressed to a higher evolved sort of filmmaking around the 80s. Sure. Late 70s. It got quite. And now they're ahead of Hollywood people. You yeah, know. exactly. But even then they were, really. Yeah. They just didn't want to admit it. Yeah. They'd laugh at it, but they knew. It. <laughs> How do yeah, they do that? They do the <laughs> same cool. level of action. Yeah. Yeah. Because they haven't got the, the knowledge of that. Yeah. Well, I think that's why Bruce Lee was so revolutionary yeah, as well, wasn't he? He was ahead of them. Absolutely, ahead of, yeah, in America. And he changed things, obviously, in, in yeah. Hong Kong. Yeah, they well. hated him at first. Not hate, but they didn't get on with him. Yeah. They argued with him. Like He'd say, oh, I'm not doing that stupid. And they go, well, that's how we do it. He goes, but that's wrong. Yeah. And then he'd be, like, spoiled. Like, uh, he's a bit spoiled, yeah? He'd have yeah. tempers and, oh, I'm not doing it then. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's actually like, just do it the way we do it. <laughs> and we want to go and have lunch. And he'd be like, no. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good, he insists on his standard. Yeah. And he brought everything up. That's brought true. the game up. And then all the action goes, Oh, this guy is really good, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
It made everyone that much better, I think. Yeah. By him being there, otherwise it just carried on at the same level it was. Yeah, know. true. Do you think that it would have eventually a Bruce Lee would have come along around that sort of time? No, you I didn't. Need, no, I don't. I think it needed him. Yeah, yeah. Cause I got no idea. Yeah. Think about it. They're that good. Jackie Chan. Someone. They were better when they're young than when they were famous. You're at your peak when you're 18 to 22, right? Mm. But they weren't doing anything. They're just falling down. They couldn't figure out. Oh, we're going to put this into that and. The, yeah. They couldn't figure that out until later, you know. Sure. So they needed to be, they needed to see something good, something great, to inspire them to think, how can we become good? You know, yeah. I'm sure of it. Otherwise, they, they're not. I don't think they had that mind. They didn't have that mind anyway. I asked them. Mm. It's like we never knew. I said, when you learned that, did you think you were going to make movies? Going, no. We just did it because we were told to do it. You yeah. know? And then, oh, we can make money by falling open to those boxes. We'll go and make money. Sure, sure. They had no idea, oh, I'm going to make films with this and that. Yeah. They didn't think like that. Um, so there's no missing Ken Russell kung fu movie somewhere? There was nearly said. one he did with no Brian really. O'Neill. Yeah. It was called Karate is a Thing of the Spirit. And he wanted to make it just about the time when Tatum O'Neill came with Paper Moon because we met them. I remember they came to our house. I mean, he had a script. It was quite a good script. It was all about these underground karates, and they were, they were, they were practicing in swimming pools that you know been emptied out. You know, sure, doing, yeah, yeah. And it was like all karate wars in LA. You know, yeah. And he wanted to, you know, he was quite a macho guy, Ryan O'Neill. So he wanted to do it. My dad, you know, they nearly made it. My dad got loads of karate books, and he was wow. studying it. <laughs> Whatever happened, that film never got made. But maybe it should be made one day. Yeah, one well, if the good, script's still... Good, good name, isn't it? Karate is a thing of the spirit. Yeah, that's cool. And I was like, you've got to do that film. All the films, <laughs> do that one. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't really like action, so... You know, he doesn't like action too much. Yeah. But they would have done it if the money or yeah. whatever the financing must have fallen through. Sure. Know? But Ryan O'Neill was really hot then. Was yeah. Big, big, big... Big actor, big time. One chin, son. Just drop the knife. Act like a man. Don't preach at me. I must try. May awake your conscience. When did your sort of acting? Because you've acted in quite a number yeah, of but films. But I was only forced to. Ah, uh, right. You know, my dad, he's not the kind of guy that gives you a lot of money. Go off. And, no, we have to go off and then make money. Yeah. So. So that was money. purely to yeah, make money then. Yeah. yeah to sure. survive. Okay. Can you remember the first film that you acted in? Us. I think it was either Troy Hark film or Possessed as a David Lye, I forget, one of them. Okay. A horror movie. Yeah, yeah. By David Lye. Yeah. Or Troy, I remember Troy Hark, he got really mad when he saw me. I was really young then and skinny, cause I was supposed to be like FBI or something. Yeah. And he goes, How come that guy's just a kid and you bring him here? He goes, Put him in the back, yeah? He's not an FBI agent, right? Because <laughs> you look too young. Yeah, I was yeah. like 18. He goes, No, put him in the back. But then he, I could also, I had a two parts in that movie, and then The Father Christmas was all right, you know. Right, sure. Because we could you, disguise, you yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was cool. So that would have been your first visit to Hong Kong, then that's second when you were visit. living with Jackie Chan? That yeah, second okay. visit. I wasn't living with Jackie Chan, no. We, no. we just visit, you know. Sure. We okay. ate with him, we stayed on his... Uh, yeah. So was he... So let's, I mean, so that's Jackie in the early 80s then. So what's... Mm. Um, I mean, he was a big, he was a big star then. He it's, was yeah. number one. Yeah. Number one. Uh, 
And was he, uh, how would you say, was he dealing with the fame side of things or was he just a very much a, he was working hard, very oh, professional, was it? Yeah. Good at both. Yeah. He enjoyed the fame? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. He likes it. Yeah. He likes attention. Yeah. I remember once we were there and some presents came and you, you know the actor, you yeah. right? He had some presents too. And Jackie Chan got jealous. No, no, that must be mine. And he he took it and he saw it had Yumbu's name on it. Wow. And he was ah, this is shit. He yeah. got angry. Yeah, yeah. And then I had a T-shirt with, with Wong Jing Lee on it. He didn't like that either. <laughs> really? See, yeah, he looked at Because like, the other days we had his T-shirts on, you know. Sure. And then yeah. I had a Wong Jing Lee who didn't like it. <laughs> Is that flashbacks to him? Didn't he kick his teeth out or something? Yeah, he in the, too. Yeah, I don't, in, that's just an accident. Yeah, so. yeah. He likes yeah. Wong, no, he likes him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some other people told me that. Yeah. Because Wong's really good, so he but it raises his game as well, you know, so they're really, it's excellent. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like footballers, you got, when they're both really good, they score more goals, you sure. know, it's the same with them. The better the timing, yeah, yeah. the more they like it. Yeah. You know the better they get so when you first so you were could you obviously you could speak not, um, not, Cantonese how was your then. Cantonese then no, I was no a little bit nothing really so you literally you moved you were living in London during that in, in, the, in the 70s and you were like yeah. let's, let's move out let's go out to Hong Kong yes. what, what was your sort of end game where you, you just wanted to I don't know work in the movies just to I see how it so, goes yeah. yeah something like that were you working? Were you doing other jobs when you were out there? Yeah, yeah. many jobs. Teach English, worked yeah. in bars, worked for people, you know. Yeah, yeah. Delivering things or any anything. Yeah. Restaurants, you know, anything. Yeah. Name it. I'll do it. And you found a little odd work in Choi Hart movies and, yeah. and that sort of yeah. thing. But Taiwan was the better one. It was yeah. more... Yeah, so more full on. Yeah, you know? so what, when when did you you moved out to Taiwan? Yeah, when? about eighty five, I think. I was in Hong Kong at eighty three for about a year or so. Yeah, and I'd come back and forth. And then in eighty five, I went to Taiwan for long, you know, long. And then because they had these this a director called Robert Tai, yeah. who was there, and I was quite a big fan of his work. And I've been looking to find him you know people I have his name and I'd show people I knew like actors and like, oh, you, why you know this guy you know like, people don't want you to they didn't want us to know him for some reason okay. right? and then so I found him he said ah oh, what do you want I said you know you, you've done this this he goes yeah yeah I've done all those I said oh well, they're really good and then he told us what he'd done on top of that which we didn't know about all the Straw Brothers stuff sure. we didn't know he'd done all those yeah, yeah. we just thought he'd done a, like a few Shaolin V Ninja and Thundering Mantis. Then he told us, oh no, I did five Venoms. And we're like, oh no, you really are the real deal. And then he said, well, what do you want? And he said, I just wanted to meet you and, you know, if you're filming, come and watch. And then he, next day, his actor rings me because, yeah, you, we'll put you in the movie. So come next week and we'll put you in it. Sure. And you can work with us. And then from then, I did so many films with them. Yeah, yeah. And he taught me many things, you know, about filming. So, what did you? What sort of things did you learn there, Robert Ty? Obviously, oh, everything like yeah. how to set the, you know, his set, how to work it, how to get everything going from the, you know, right from like until everyone gets there, you finish. Yeah, the setup, the organization of everything, 
get it all moving quickly, all the departments. That's like, this guy is because he don't have much money when he shoots. Sure. But it's really fast. He yeah. could do 130, 40 setups a day. You know, some Hollywood need one. <laughs> but I guess that's the thing. They've got to make the most out of what they've yeah, got. Yeah, really, but it's, everything is quality when he's doing it. It's like not rubbish. It's yeah. like, so this guy's really good. And then, you know, all these people were really good. Yeah. And, he, and, he, and I'd say to him, all these people, a lot of men, like new guys, because, yeah, I found them at McDonald's. I said, aren't you worried? Because no, I'd, I'd rather have fresh guys than old guys, you know, who've been in the business for years. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll train them up. They'll, they'll listen to me anyway. So it was really good working with him. And he was, so he was respected then? and uh, yeah, everybody, yeah. Everyone, yeah. Oh, everyone respected him. Yeah. Even even like Jackie Chan and them, they knew him, innit, from when they were small. Because they lived in Taiwan for about a half a year, and they yeah. stayed with them. Like. So they knew, knew him, and they knew he was good. Yeah. Know. What would you say, what was it about his films and particularly about Taiwan around that sort of time? That's around the sort of ninja explosions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So wh- what was going on in Taiwan? Why, why did that excite No, no his excite films excited me. When I saw it, I said, I haven't seen any choreography like this. Sure. Yeah, so it was the, it was this, the, the style, action. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, this is it's like fireworks, you know? Yeah. It was like, whoosh, it was like non- there was no dead areas on the screen like everyone was moving there was no people like looking for their cue and yeah. they're like all really good sure and there was just constant movement and new moves yeah. and, like, every move wasn't repeated it was like i've like, got to see got to find that guy yeah. you know what's what's in his head to make it that mad yeah, yeah. and he was doing wire stuff no one had seen mm. like that movie Duel to the Death they stole all his wire yeah, he got Tony really Ching. he got really mad about it oh did he really yeah. Because his assistant went and worked for them, and then he's asking him, "How does he do that?" And that, yeah. and that. You know, sometimes when he gets a bit drunk, he'll have a fit about it. You know? Yeah. Because that bloody Tony Chang, he's always nicking my shit, <laughs> nicking my men, asking him how I do it. <laughs> and then once they rang one of his guys, I think they rang him up to ask him, because they were his Tony Chang's best friend. Is his, does his sound effects, Robert? Yeah. He said, oh, you got a shot in there when the ninja disappears. Like, it goes really far out into... I don't know why, but it goes really far. Yeah. And Troy Hart wants to know how you do it, because Tony Chen can't figure it out. And he goes, well, you got the film, and you watch it. And he just hung up, because yeah, I ain't telling him. <laughs> wow, they're trying to steal his steal Yeah, his and secrets. they couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Still, to this day, they don't know how he did it. Wow. So. <laughs> well, that's quite impressive, you're getting those guys. Yeah, yeah, they know he's good. Yeah. Troy Hart wanted to work with him, but one guy said, if you work with him... You might you might regret it, so it never happened, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he's hard to control anyway. He's, you know, he or like, Robert Tai. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. want people telling him. So when it, he, he's the boss when he's yeah, on Yeah, because he says, well, if you want it that way, do it yourself then. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. are you asking me? Yeah. <laughs> so he's quite, you know, quite arrogant like that. Are you still in touch with him? Yeah, he's very ill, though. He's not. He's he not rang well. this morning, but I didn't get the call. He's in hospital. He's critical. Oh it's not good. We're losing a lot of guys now, aren't yeah, we? Yes, many, many. Yeah. Many going now. Yeah. They're all getting old. Yeah. Even Philip Coke's like an old old man and Yeah. It's sad. It's and they're not being replaced. They've taught people but then people are not interested. Yeah. And then even if you could do it, you couldn't get anyone to act in the film anyway. Mm-hmm. There's no kung fu guys really. I mean Donnie Yen's been the only one. And he's been there since the 80s. Well, this is it. And he's the only dude. And, you know, yeah. now he's the standard now. 
whether that's good or not, I don't know. He's he's decent, but yeah. there's nobody else. Jackie Wu maybe and Tony Jaa, but there's nothing else. No yeah. new ones, no young ones coming out. Yeah. And no young choreographers who come up with really... They're always trying to rehash Yu Mo Ping, but they, we need some young ones yeah. to... Is that just because the usual channels... I mean, a lot of those guys came out of, like, the Peking Opera or the theatre, or they had some... Yeah, some of them, not... Backgrounds there. They did. But they could... They've taught people, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then people just just disappear or get disheartened. Yeah. And they end up at TV and they get bored and then they go off and do other jobs. Yeah. There's good TV around, though, isn't there? There's there is good, good telly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, some of them are doing very good work. Yeah. You know, they... It's better actually. The TV fighting is better than the movie fighting, to be sure, honest with you. Sure, yeah. It's just that seems to where it's going at the moment. Mm. I mean, the Ties had it good. Well, Panner was alive, but he died a couple of was it a year yeah, or two ago. ago yeah. And that's finished. That it's seen. They've all gone back to TV. Even you know the big stars, they're all gone to TV, mm. and they've sort of given up as well. Yeah. So it's not. It's good and bad. I mean, American and are getting better at choreography now. Well, that seems people to be like the Brad transition. Allen and yeah, of course. Like yeah. They're good. You know, they've learned a bit. Yeah, and I guess they've taken a lot of cues from the Hong Kong. Yeah, guys with Brad Allen's really Jackie's kind of student. Yeah, you know, he's, yeah. he's really good. And people like him are doing good things. Mm. And some of the like the Born Identity films they have good fighting in it. You know, it's quite yeah. impressive to watch. Yeah. And is that what's really excited you recently? Then would you say is stuff, stuff that you've that you've seen? Mm, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't bad. Yeah, and you see good things all the time. You know, Kung Fu Jungle had a few moments in it. It's quite good. That was all right. It was yeah. good to see a few cameos in there as well. Some yeah. of the guys. They had some nice bits in it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, like the Bourne movies, and then you get these. Undisputed movies. They got a few good movies. Sure, there, yeah. They? So you get a, you get a few treats now and then. That's right. But it's not personally. I prefer the old. You know, I'd still rather watch an old film I hadn't seen than a new one. Yeah. I'd get more out of it. There can't be many kung fu films you, there you aren't haven't many, seen. No. <laughs> but there's telly. There's a lot of telly. Yeah. That we missed or it's lost, unfortunately. Yeah. But those are good. Yeah. You, know, you see a lot of good stuff. And it's more exciting. It's just better movements back then. There's still a lot of, um, you know, innovative stuff in those movies as well. Because even, like you touched on, the Yen Ping films, those great, his Miracle Fighters, yeah, those films those are just, are very they're good. insane, aren't they? Very clever. I mean, you can't imagine, you know, I guess it's what you were saying about making do with, within the budgets and what, yes. what they, they have that They've they were. Been crea- I think money ruins so those people. Aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. I mean, he's remaking that, but I don't think it'll be as good as. Well, that. yeah, I don't know what does he need to. Why is? I don't. You don't need. It's like remaking the Godfather. Why wouldn't yeah, you do that? Why would you do it? <laughs> he's just, but he's doing it. Yeah. But then Troy Hark, he's a money machine. So sure. Yeah. There's a, a comp, you know, factory basically. So yeah. If it's work for them, they'll do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a masterpiece. I think it took him a year to make the Miracle Fire. I was on the set of that. It was great. Really, you were on the set there, yeah. yeah. With wow, a big wow. bat, they had a big bat. They cut that out. Had a giant bat in there, and the kid running away from it. And it was just mad. Yeah. So, could you make heads or tail of what was going on that, there and no, what they were I haven't got trying a to clue. do? Yeah. No, we just yeah. knew it was madness because they once they're there, you know, it's fireworks again, and it? like it's just nuts. 
So, but you, that's, I mean, you're getting a ringside seat there. It's, you're seeing these, these masters at work, aren't yes. you, really, and how they I've seen Liu Jialiang working. Yeah. It's good. Sammo Hung, they're all, they all have their way, Jackie. Yeah. They're, they're all unique. Yeah. What Sammo films were you on? Oh, Moon Warriors, Project A. Yeah, brilliant. And just uh, to see a, ta- a tower being built in front of your eye he goes I want a tower now and they were, it was like you know speeded up filming yeah. Brrr, this table appeared like within seconds yeah. I'm a proper tower <laughs> these guys are yes sir no, no brother and they, that thing was up within minutes wow, mate. Wow. I never seen anything like it in my yeah. life and he had big name stars pulling wires he didn't care who you were oh you up there and, yeah. sure. these were names <laughs> yeah wow I don't care who they were but he commands a lot of it. Big Brother, Everybody, they call him, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Jackie Chan, even to an extent. Yeah. Just to nod and bow to him. Yeah. There's very few that don't. He's the king, really. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Before you get a chance to fight with me, you must observe our rules and beat these two swordsmen first. So, just going back to Taiwan, did you meet, uh, you worked a bit with Alexander Lowe, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he's Robert Tai's uh, Yeah, student. one of his discoveries, yeah. yeah. So, what's he like? Nice, very cool nice guy. guy. Yeah. He's not, I mean, I like him, but he's very cool, very yeah. tough person, you know. And if you know him, you, of course you like him a lot. Yeah. yeah. He you don't know him, he's a kind of tough guy, you know. You know, he'll take, you know, he don't, he wouldn't take any lip from anybody. Sure, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean what you're staring at? Yeah, I'm staring at you. He's one of those, yeah. Really, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, he's not, he don't care who you are, where, you, where you're from. Yeah. He's not bothered. He's a street guy. I said, what would you do if you didn't move movies? He goes, oh, I'll be in prison, you know, I'll be in a gang or in, inside, sure. you know. Yeah. He's a tough guy, but he's a smart, yeah. very smart person, good He's directing a drama now in okay, China. Okay, so he stepped away from the... Acting. He doesn't like... He thinks it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks Kung Fu is stupid. He doesn't like it. Really? <laughs> he t- come on. He's like, ah, stupid. Yeah. He doesn't like it. Especially like Ninja Lo. Bay called him Ninja Lo, right? He got mad. He got, what, fuck you. He got really angry. <laughs> well, he made loads of those, didn't he? Yeah, it's but like... he just didn't make money. He doesn't like it. <laughs> sure, I see, yeah. He wanted to make... He likes, like, I did a film with him, and he loved it. Yeah. Because I let him play the bad guy, and after that, he only played bad guys. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, he didn't like kung fu movies too much. He could do it. Yeah. But he got sick of it. 
Did you see that with a lot of those guys? Were there those that were um, just taking instructions from the choreographers? Yeah, a lot of them. Some don't care. Really, yeah. It means nothing to them. Okay. Just, it's a job, isn't it? Sure. And what do you want? Yeah, okay, I'll do it. But some are good at it, but they, they know they're good, but they don't want to do it. Yeah. Some are bad, but they want to be good. You know, it's, there's so many kinds of... Sure. And whereas there must be some people that you've met and uh, over the years, like, say, a Wayne Jane Lee character, yes. who's... Yeah, I mean, he, those guys, yeah, they, know, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they're the real deal. They're the real deal, yeah. That's yeah. a lot of them, too, you know. Yeah. And, but, again, they're professionals. They're well, they're not bullies or anything no. like that. No, but do they take well to the choreography and that yeah, side yeah, of things? Yeah, they jump to it. Very good. Yeah. In fact, the, the last guy brought Chang Xian, he, he said that no one knows what I do. I never tell them. I just do what they want mm. and I go about my stuff. I never show them what I know. Yeah. I just do what they want. Yeah. Because people don't know what he does. We didn't know until he told us. Yeah. We thought he was Taekwondo. No, no. Because I never learned that in my life. It's just for the movies. <laughs> just, but no one knows what I do. Yeah. I, don't, I go to the set, I wait, they show me, I do it. Yeah. You yeah. studied Kung Fu? Uh, all bits and, bits and pieces. Yeah, of all kinds. Do you still do it? No. No, no. Did you do any, any martial arts? No, yeah. nothing, no. Nothing. Only in here. Yeah, yeah. Practic okay, if he does that, I'll just do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's a reflex thing. Sure. It, it is. It has to be like that. I mean, that guy, Chang Shan, his wife told me he hits it. She's been hit by him many times. Right. Because if you touch that guy, he, he reacts. He just reacts. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, I've been hit many times. He smashed his teacher in the face because he tapped him on it. He went like, oh, sorry, sir. Wow, yeah. wow. It's all because re re he's like in fighting in tournament. Yeah, yeah. And you wound up to that. Yeah, you know, if you to get touched. Bruce Lee hated people touching him. Mm. But I don't know if it's because he was going to hit him but, or he just didn't like. He hated it. Yeah. He used to drive him mental. Right. <laughs> so, a lot of them, they don't, you know, I don't, they don't want to be handled. Yeah. You know, they, they strike out. I think it's a sensitivity thing. <laughs> So you were in Taiwan, how long were you in Tai Taiwan for then? I'm still there. <laughs> Is that, yeah, I was going to ask, because you live, so you live in London I live mainly? in London yeah. Now, yeah, for the last ten years. For the last ten no, years? No, about seven years. But you were mainly based in Taiwan yeah. before that, yeah? Yeah, for yeah, a long time. Yeah, working a lot with Robert Tai? Yeah, Yeah. many, many. Yeah, producing and directing yeah, and yes. that sort of thing. Um. So the Taiwan film industry, it seems to be picking up uh, again. That's quite encouraging, isn't it, I guess? Yeah, it's Is good it they get up? the odd one, but they, the local, otherwise, there's nothing. You really? know, they used to make so many a year, 200. They used to churn out the yeah. films, didn't they? Yeah. No, nothing. Is that, so what happened, what happened there, then? No, no market. Mm. And then property and space. And, you know, there was a lot of land. There's no yeah. land anymore. It's all yeah. been built. And there's no market. They've just got to China and film a TV and movies. Nobody watches Chinese movies, really. Right. And if you can look at the box office figures, they won't be very good for those films. Internationally? Uh, they'll. I mean, if you put, like, an American release and then you look at the... It'll yeah. always be more. Yeah. There's very few films get good box office in Taiwan now, Chinese movies. Interesting. It has to be a very big star. Like, I don't know who's big even anymore. Yeah. I'm not sure even. Yeah. I didn't follow it. <laughs> I kind of lost interest in those new movies. Really? But 
Yeah, I don't know who's who's number one anymore. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. Like Donnie Yen, he's, they know him there. They watch him. Like Yip Man, they, it's quite popular. Yeah. But I don't know about the jungle, Kung Fu, if it's even shown in Taiwan. I don't, don't know. Sure, sure. They're really not interested in Kung Fu movies there. Yeah. Um, so there, so that was sort of the beginning of the end then, was it just locally that people yeah, lost, started, lost interest in, in the, its own industry? I'd say in about 2000 onwards it started really going down. Yeah. Really going down. Like, yeah, all the people stopped. Even Hong Kong movies stopped. The, the stars were charging so much. The, the bosses couldn't make money back. Yeah. You know, they have to go to... You know, Jack Lee and Jackie, they go to Hollywood, they get millions, and they... Hong Kong company can't pay them that. Sure. There's no way they can recoup the costs. Yeah, yeah. So the market just vanished. And there's very few, even Hong Kong movies, 10 a year, 14 a year, small amount. Like yeah, that. it's not it's not many. Yeah. Kung Fu Jungle, that was a, that was a Hong Kong production. That was financed by the Hong Kong stunt. It was a charity thing, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure it make money or not. Yeah. I enjoyed it, though. Do you go out there still quite a bit then? Once a year, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Just to catch up with old old friends and that sort of thing. They will move to Thailand. Most of the people. Thailand. Yeah. Because yeah. it's cheaper there to live. It's nicer. Yeah. Hong Kong is kind of crowded big and crowded. Yeah. Unless you have a lot of money, then you can live in a big place. Otherwise, you'd be in a small room somewhere. Yeah. It's not not so comfortable. <laughs> and most people left there yeah. that I knew. They went to back home, or they. Thailand. My Tiger Kung Fu is better than yours. I don't think you're good enough to avenge your master. <coughs> Let's talk, should we talk about White Tiger then? If you want, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what's happening with that then? Is that you're know. getting, uh, you don't know? No idea. No idea. The boss does, does what she wants. It's a lady boss. Who's, it's, who's the lady who owns the movie? You know, okay. She just didn't. I don't know. She didn't release it. Yeah. So it was all filmed, and it must have been filmed back in what twenty twelve, maybe. Yes, two thousand twelve. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, and you got a good, you got a good cast there. You got yeah, Dom, Dom, good, Dom, the Dom Wilson, Wilson, Cynthia, Cynthia, Matt Mullins, yeah, and Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis, last um, last film. Last film. I did six films with Joe Lewis. Yeah. Only a guy to do six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, describe uh, your relationship with him then, because no, that good. goes back for years long and years, time. didn't it? Yeah, a long Death time. Death Cage was the first. Death Cage. Yeah, yeah he's a funny guy. Yeah, yeah, we were good friends. Yeah. yeah he's funny. He just. He's always you know joking him? around. No, I didn't know him. My, my friend knew him, and he got him. I said, look, we need a guy. Send some guys. And he sent Steve Tartaglia and Joe Lewis. And then I got Robin. Robin Shu, yeah. I found him in Hong Kong, yeah. and that's how we put that cast together for yeah. the producer, and he got the other guys, and that was it. Yeah. But, but Joe was great. He's always good, real fun to be around. Yeah, know. yeah. Great. And he was another. He was a. He was the real deal as well. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. He's Joking, really. Yeah. He knows, you know, his karate. He knows every style. Yeah. How it works. How it should work. How to make it work. If you sit him down there and talk for hours about martial arts, yeah. Don Wilson as well is another one. He's you know. a real deal as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. great. 
But it's another one you can talk about martial arts for hours and hours and hours and hours. Had you met Don Wilson and Cynthia before? I met Cynthia briefly. I'd never met Don, but I'd known, you know, of him for years. Yeah. He's a legend, and he's a really good guy. Yeah. Really nice person, good to, easy to work with. Yeah. And uh, it's cool, cool person. I want to try and get him on the podcast. I want yeah, to he's great, but you better have a lot of tape. Yeah, he talks a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the great procrastinator. Yeah. He's the king. <laughs> he loves that, and he knows it. But that's, um, so when White Tiger was being filmed, That was the fir- was that the first time Don Wilson and... There, since the you first had, time. got got together because they've worked together since. Yeah, they did a Kung Fu Kid or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they if they made a movie together before. I, no, I don't think so. So but it's only a small fight they have at the end. Yeah. Um, so just describe the so the the shoots uh, there was over in the uh, Philippines, was it? Is that in Thai- Thailand? Yeah. yeah, I forget the name of that place. Pachaburi or something. It was in Bangkok, a lot of it. Mm. And then we went off to this jungle. Cut, oh, I forget. They shoot loads of movies there. Yeah. Hong Kong movies, loads. <laughs> it's just a national park. It's sure. past the River Choir, that's all I know. Yeah. We stopped there on the way. <laughs> and then we were there for like... It's like Burmese refugees lived there. Oh, right. We had real refugees in the movie. And um, it was cool, yeah. It was all right. It was like a quick shoot. A month or so. Yeah. Yeah. And what made you want to direct? I didn't. The director they had, he he had to go back to the states. So about six days before filming, he he was ill or he didn't want to do it. And so they said, I said, well, what's going to happen then? And they said, the producer goes, you're going to do it. I said, no, I don't want to do it. And then he said, no, do it. I said, okay, you pay me more, I'll do it then. Because a lot of work, you got to yeah. redesign it, kind of. Make it. It wasn't really like a, it was more of a comedy the way they had it. Yeah. When the other guy before he left, so we had to quickly change it and um, make it more action orientated. Yeah. You know. It was just fun. But Matt Marlins he helped a lot. And every day I'd call him, Matt, we've got to write this thing. It's not work, you know. <laughs> He'd be like, that's got to make sense. And I was like, don't worry about it. But he was really, you know, it's his big thing yeah. for him. Yeah. So and he's he's great as well. Yeah, yeah. Very professional person. So Easy that was to sort deal of with. so it was done on the fly a little bit then was it? You no, we had a script, but we had to yeah it, we were f- rewriting the script as we were going you know, right. because the they had to change it when the guy he left and um, yeah it was, they would rehearse fight they were more interested in the fights anyway yeah. which I wasn't really involved with that much and then the guys who did that was Kazu he's um, he's good martial arts from France. Mm. And Ray Huber is a German, Austrian dude who did, um, what's that film called? Bangkok Adrenaline, that guy. So they were doing the the action every day, rehearsing them. And then we had a big, a big star was from TV. It was called Yui. She was really good. Yeah. Thailand. She was a big part of that movie being made Mm. because the the boss wanted her in the movie for for some reasons she wanted her in it so it was important she was in the movie yeah and she was really good though yeah i mean with all these i remember there's one scene on a river with all these big stunt guys and even like matt marlins and they couldn't get across the river she just walked across you like <laughs> nothing you know yeah, <laughs> all these stomachs were falling in and that <laughs> she was like what are you guys you're rubbish yeah. you know? 
And she was very, very good. And um, yeah, it was, it was no problems doing that. You happy that with film. it? Happy with the film? I never seen it. You've not seen it? Not seen it. No. You've not seen your own your own film? No, I never seen it. We just shot it and we leave it. Because right. they wanted to edit it, they you know themselves. So it was literally. So you were sort of parachuted in. I was, was going to be there to assistant director for the guy. Yeah. I knew all the people and yeah. the production company is my friends. So. He said, "Oh, do you want to do the AD on this film?" I said, "All right, okay, I'll do it." Yeah. And I knew Joe, and because um, I'd done one before with him called Kill 'Em All. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So that was yeah, all right. was with Gordon Lou, yeah, it? and Joe yeah, yeah. Lewis. So. Yeah. So, but when the guy quit and then he went back to the states, they said, "We need someone to do it," you know, yeah. or we just cancel it. Right. So I said, oh. "They said you'd do it." So I said, "All right, do it." I'm the Joe. I said to Joe, "You do it." You know, the banker. He's like, "I don't want to do it." <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "You're gonna." Do it. So we're wow. arguing over who's gonna do who's it. Who's gonna direct this film? And Don goes, "Yeah, so you're the director, great. Please to me." Wow, it's funny. Yeah, because I guess you've got the guys were all booked in then, were they? I guess the yeah, filming was starting. Yeah, it was I mean, yeah, it was a few days before, like yeah. six days or a week before. Yeah, I mean, I was already going around with him, with the director. He said, "Oh, I'll do this," and, that. and then he got ill, or I don't know, he left anyway. Hmm. And then, yeah, I, I did it. So what's happening with that film? Do you do you know this? I thought it was it. It got released last week. Yes, yeah, the getting state. the release. I mean, they wanted it, the my States. friend wanted to buy it for Germany, but they wanted too much money for it. Yeah. You know, Are you going to get a release over over here? No, then? I have no idea. I'll buy it. I wouldn't buy those films. You can't make money with those. Yeah. Unless for TV, you know. But I haven't got know-how in that. Yeah. But the video is dead here. You yeah. know, if it was ten years ago, yeah, I'd buy it, make money. Yeah. But now there's no market for those films. So I don't know what they'll do with it. But they want a lot for it, obviously. Mm. But she's not worried about that, that boss, I think. She's yeah. Wealthy lady. I don't know. Would you like to direct again? Did you, do you enjoy directing? Not really. No. I would, but it, the, the conditions, it's too difficult. Yeah. All these low budgets, no good. You mm. have to compromise, think quickly, moving boxes and... You know, you want to have the whole thing and you want to do two, three shots a day, wait for the right light. It's too expensive. Yeah. So I'd rather not think about it. But, you know, when I was young, I wanted to. Yeah. But the more I saw how impossible that is to make it perfect, mm. I'd rather not. Just maybe just do TV or help people producing yeah. or something. Is there not like a, a, a vision or a concept of a movie that you still yeah, really want to film? Yeah, there would be some martial art yeah. I want to do it like Jackie Chan movie or but it's, again it's money and yeah. time and who's going to pay for that kind yeah. of things right but of course I can see oh, it would look good in my head yeah. right? can they even do it you sure. know what I want well you want to get all the old guys but together and old like old uh, expendables yeah. kind of thing only Jackie Chan is good at the old people now I think the others that cannot even he's too old really but yeah, well but the idea I had, he's perfect because he's old. Mm. You need that. I wanted that. In, but it, once, once really you're past forty, because if you think about it, their peak is twenty-eight, twenty-two to 20, thirty. That's the best. Yeah, they can only go. You don't expect Maradona to play anymore. Yeah, I shouldn't expect them to perform at that level. Mm. I don't. So other people's eye wasn't good. You can't expect it to be good. Yeah, they're too old. Even 
It's just a novelty that they're in these movies, you know what I mean? I look at it like, ah, oh, and Jackie Chan's just it's a novelty now. Like That last one he did was very good with the swords. It uh, had those Americans in it. The Dragon Blade. Yeah, he was good in that. Yeah. He's so old and he's still, he's still better than everybody else. Yeah. Can I quickly talk to you about Eastern Heroes and the DVD and the VHS yeah, times? of course. Um, because... I think that was probably, you know, the most sort of instrumental thing in getting, you know, new generations into these yeah. into these movies. I mean, particularly in the UK, there would have been, you know, that was the only sort of out, outlet yeah. there was, really. Um, yeah, I knew there was like a market here, because I'd released films before on VHS prior to that. Yeah. You know, like Jackie Chan films and films like Shaolin V. Lama. Great film. I put out. I knew I was market. Yeah. And so I, I came back to England about 94 or something like that, 93. And I just finished those Cinema of Vengeance documentary. I sold that. And so I met MIA, that label. And then I met Rick. And so I said, oh. And Rick was doing some deals with TVB in Camden, selling bits. And it was really good every week. We'd do so loads of these yeah. TVB films and you know, even booted bits, yeah? We said, we'd do this legitimately, make m- ten times, you know. There's a market. People get good quality, proper yeah. box, yeah. you know. And we thought, yeah, it's, let's, let's do that. And the MIA is doing it. So we made our own label, Eastern Heroes. Yeah. Just basically because we knew as fans, people liked it. We knew what they wanted. So that's how we um, we went again. We were doing TVB, but with small, and then in the, we just got the movies for national. Yeah, you know, it didn't made no difference to them because mm. um, they said, okay, you whatever you sell, give us percent or whatever. It was. I forget how we worked it, but that's how we were able to get all those titles. Yeah, because TVB had the rights and they licensed them to us. And then we built Eastern Heroes from that. Yeah, and because we knew the fan base was there and. Rick, he knew it was there, and I knew where a lot of the films were. You know, we just kept putting them out, and then we made a magazine, and then it was really, it really popular. Was, it was the Italian package came then, and That's it right, all yeah. exploded at once. It was know? a DVD. It was sorry, it was a VHS back in in those days. Yes, you did uh, yeah. video magazines. You did your yes. own events. You had your own That's shop. Right. It was a full. Yeah, and then Made in Hong Kong came on the yeah. scene, and and then John, we went to Hollywood. It's all happening at once. Mm. You know what I mean? And it. It was excellent. Yeah. So yeah. that's how Eastern Hero... And then, yeah, we had a shop. And it went on for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. Ricky, I've spoken to Ricky about this. He describes you as the Lennon and McCartney of uh, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the martial arts <laughs> movie world. Um, so what was... Meeting Ricky must have been... Uh, I mean, did you... You just got on straight away? I mean, yeah, he, he was screening him. movies at the time, wasn't he? He was uh, doing his own screenings of films? Yeah, in the Scarlet. Yeah. yeah. I met him some, and then you decided to do... To work together, you know. And it was fun. It was good. Yeah. I think we did some small... We were doing small things first. You know, shows and trips abroad, you know, with films. Yeah. And then we said, let's just do the label properly rather than these photocopied sleeves. Yeah. And TVB labels and all this. It's tedious. Yeah. Yeah, make it a legitimate business. Yeah. Yeah. Was I was like, it. the thing that um, that was great about that was obviously uh, the VHSs had... 
uh, liner notes. So it had biographies right. on all yeah, the guys. Yeah, that's what we started. Was that you? Were you writing all that stuff? Some Obviously, of them yeah. Some we had many people help us. At yeah, that time because to do this writing. Yeah, it like, had a full uh, filmography. It had yeah, everything we had many there, people: Ken Miller, Jude Boyer, Chris Mercer, Rick, Lisa. Quite yeah, yeah, anyone we knew. We wanted, oh, you want to review a film? Like, I knew guys in Kerrang, my brother knew. And they would, I said, you want to review? They love reviewing stuff. Yeah. So I'd give them films to review. And they'd yeah, write, yeah. So you'd get different perspectives on all these. Sure, sure. So when people are reading it, it's like, oh, it's not all the same person. Yeah, yeah. So it's much a better read. And a lot of those guys have gone on, like, Bay, Bay Logan started uh, with you guys, is that correct? No, he was on his own. In, he was doing magazines in Birmingham. Sure, yeah. And he came down and then, I knew him before, Rick. Yeah. I know, he, We'd done some things in combat before. Yeah, because he edited combat yeah, magazine, that's yeah. right. We knew, I, knew, I knew him a long time. Yeah. So we, I went, we went way back. Yeah. And of the guys that you brought over, who were the most memorable um, guys that you brought over? Wang, uh, Wang Zhengli, I guess. Wang Zhengli, yeah, yeah a couple of years Fat, ago. Yeah, yeah. Fat. And the last guy, those three are my favourites, I suppose. Yeah. And we brought Godfrey Ho, that was funny. We Godfrey Ho. Jet Li, that was... Jet Li was great. Jet Li, yeah. You that, would been, that? that would have been... That would have been... 90s, 90s, yeah. 99 or 90, yeah. I can't remember. Black Mask, anyway. Sure, mid-90s, yeah. yeah. I mean, these guys were at the height of their powers over in oh, yeah. Hong Jet Kong Jet Li was the... I mean, yeah. I had to run with him because he was mobbed. He was actually mobbed. I had to run through Leicester Square with him. Really? Being chased. Wow. By Vietnamese and women and been... kids and yeah. Chinatown. Yeah. Yeah. But that would have been interesting because he was... I mean, you were bringing these guys over. Yeah. They hadn't really had any Western or mainstream exposure no. at that time, no. really. It was they? all through the underground. And we didn't have the rights to their movies. Yeah. They were, they were, people were just finding these... Buying copies in Chinatown or from some stray guys, you know. And this was all... And there was no internet then. Yeah. This was all... People just through the grape... There was late night still in Chinatown. Sure. That's how powerful their their Jet Li was. Yeah, he was very he was very strong. Yeah, nice guy. Yeah, very very zen kind of guy. You know? Zen, yeah. yeah. Very, he, he's good. What was Chayun Fat like? Oh, he's the best. Yeah, <laughs> very, very cool. Yeah. yeah, he's really good. Yeah, I like him. Um, just to wrap up, then, really, I just wanted to lead in, I guess, to now you've seen it go from the VHS boom into the DVDs uh, and then really now there's no, I guess now we're in the the world of sort of online streaming of movies yeah, YouTube Um, Um, pirate uh, torrents sites as well where you can download movies, you can get anything now with a click of a mouth so I'm wondering where that sort of puts puts things in getting sort of new generations into these movies oh they're spoiled for choice aren't yeah they? so that there's so much they won't watch it you know if you've got one channel you watch it all the time you've got a hundred channels you end up watching none of them yeah i find that you know? yeah yeah so when they've got so many to choose i don't know i don't know how that is for them yeah new people um, what they i don't think i don't even think kids watch these films at all Mm. Not even on YouTube, they want to play games, and they they'd rather watch a video of a game being played than a movie. Yeah. You know, someone, one of their mates playing the game. That's very popular, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, oh look, how I've defeated all these. Yeah. These droids or whatever. That's more interesting than them. But do you think there's examples of look at like Kung Fu Panda or something like that? I mean, that's a good, uh, that's a kids' film, that's an yeah. animated thing, but that's that's drawing on all Kung of the Fu's old Kung Fu's always there. Yeah, it's always going to be there. 
Yeah. It's always there. You can't escape it. It's yeah. just... It's more... It's, it's not the pure thing it was. Yeah. It, it's different. It's... You, they threw too much money at it. Money's going to ruin it. Because you... The skill doesn't need money. You give Jackie Chan, like, you more ping those shit cameras, and you send them out to the fields, they bring back Snake Inigo Shadow. It's a classic. You give them all that money, all that, and they, they bring you back some piece of rubbish. Like what they normally give us back these days. And it costs billions to make. You know? Yeah. So, so what would you like to see then, Toby, going going forward? Do you think... Um, more pure. Comfort, more pure, yeah. yeah. Less, you know, effects, less... Just more pure form of. Tony Jaa was a good uh, yeah, example was of good that. Ones, that was a good they one. Didn't, but they didn't want any of that. Yeah. They, because they like that. Panna, he loves all them old film. Yeah. He loves real stuff. We took Joe Lewis to his house, and Joe was showing him all these things, and he was, he was in his element. He was screaming. He was, we got it on film. Because Joe was telling him how to destroy people and smash skulls, and yeah. he was just going nuts. He was like like a big kid in the. He was like a late night. Mm. He was in his element. He knew that. He knows that that's what's good. You know? Yeah. That's why I like Banner. He he knew, real is best. Yeah. You can't cheat it. You know they don't affects. A lot of people get blinded by it. You mm. Know? Mm. Do you think the appeal? So is it just the the appeal is still there? It's just that. Maybe the exposure just isn't there in the same the I same way. I think it is way. there, the appeal, because when Ong Bak came out, everyone started watching it. Yeah. People who don't really normally like kung fu movies. Yeah. Like, just people in the pub, they'll be talking about that. Yeah. Oh, did you see that film with that guy? He's nutted that guy in the head. Yeah. And they love it. Yeah. Because it's real. It wasn't fake, you know? Yeah. So I think if it's the right if the right film comes along with the right dude, of course. Yeah. It's always a market. People are always looking for that. But it's hard to find them people now. Mm-hmm. Mm. When you look back at the stuff you've done over the years, I mean, there's you've been involved in so much stuff and you've yeah. worked with so many people. I mean, what are you most um, what are you most proud of? What I did, none of it really. No, no good. <laughs> no Not good. even the films you've directed or no, some of the no, documentaries no. you've made. Great. Well, the Bruce Lee one was quite Yeah, the Death, Death Miss Miss Adventure. Adventure. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was good. Top is good. I didn't like this. You didn't like that? <laughs> Cinema was all right. The first two, they were good. Yeah. yeah. I did some small projects on my own. They were, they were all right, but it's not yeah. for public. Sure. Just clips and small things, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like those, but the films, they have good things in them, you know. Sure. But they're not what I'd want. Mm. You know, I wouldn't watch it. Yeah. It's not something I would... That's your test, then, is it? I yeah, guess yeah. it's not something you, you yeah. wouldn't watch it, then. It's, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Good. They have bits in it I would like, you know. Yeah. Like the film I would do with Alexander has good things in it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, that's just good, really good. Even they said it. Yeah. So I knew it was good. So, But, you know, we had no money, we had no end, you know, so there's flaws in it. Sure. So but as a product, as a creative endeavour, that's something it has good, for you good and bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Things. Oh, the Fist of Legend 2 was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Five days to shoot, four or five days. Really? You really did that whole thing? And, yeah. It turned out really good. Made money. It's a good product. Yeah. Everyone was happy. It's good. That was, the Bruce, there was a Bruce Lee and a Jet Lee in that. Yeah, we had Van Damage. Van, Van Damage, that's right. He's real, Van Damage's real stand-in. Yeah, his, his uh, stand-up. Yeah, yeah, Todd Senefonte. Yeah. A nice guy. Didn't say a word. 
<laughs> didn't say a word. Didn't say anything. No, hello, and that was it. I don't think we spoke to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just said, okay, all right. Yeah. Very nice man. Yeah. Was. It was great. No problems. The went good. And the film did well. It was yeah. only a... Like we had an old film, and then we stuck some bits into it. Sure. And the, the old film... In fact, the, one of the actors in the film is the guy that directed Bodyguards and Assassins. Yeah, Because his yeah. dad had made the old film, Peter Chan, right? Sure. So... And then Peter Chan found out we had the original and we sent him a copy. He was really pleased. So, because I wanted to oh, see Oh, he was that. pleased whether you yeah, got an age? Well, the, well, he didn't have a copy of the film. Oh, uh, sure. So I sent by the Hong Kong <laughs> Film Archive to give him, you know, because yeah. he was looking for it. He was really happy. Toby, thank you so much for your time. Right. Cheers for that. Okay, Toby Russell there. That was great. Did you enjoy that? I enjoyed that. Toby Russell, really good to chat to him, to meet up with him, talking kung fu movies. Hey, look, if you want to keep in touch with the latest events that he's putting on, people he's bringing over, remember to log on to easternheroes.com. That's probably the best bet. And remember to log on to easternheroes.com to get your Wang In Sick tickets, 16th of July at the O2. That's part of the CENI 2016 event uh, log on get your tickets go and do that thanks for downloading and listening to this the very first podcast remember to drop me an email with any feedback any comments that you've got as long as it's nice it doesn't have to be nice but um, let's try and be nice uh, hello at kungfumovieguide.com thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time on the podcast Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.